Welcome to another edition of 5-Minute Forecast, where we report how lean continuous improvement practices and theory apply to the professional and personal storms in our lives. Welcome back to another edition of 5-Minute Forecast. Over the course of our first year, we talked a lot about the tools and methodologies of lean and how it impacts our personal and professional lives. I hope that you continue to find the discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Like I mentioned last month, throughout my career, I have been asked about what it's like to be a female engineer or about my career in general. Over the last five years in particular, I have been asked more and more about what it takes to be a lean consultant and what drove me to this as a career path. I wasn't always driven to be a consultant, actually. I kind of fell into it, if I'm completely honest. I was starting to be recognized in my career as someone that was approachable and able to understand issues and problems quickly. I was also recognized as someone that had the ability to be flexible in my approach with the lean tools. Flexible in application and appearance of the tool versus flexible in philosophy or principle of the tool. I am by no means perfect and never refer to myself as an expert. I like to think that I'm an expert learner or that I try to ask probing questions to get the right people to think in a different way. This has truly been what has made my career as a consultant work. Before starting Leanbrella, I would receive phone calls, texts, or emails to come in and lead a training event or a Kaizen event at various facilities. In August of 2018, it finally got to the point where I decided I would give it a go, as my husband says, and work as a consultant full-time. Thus, Leanbrella was born. I was asked recently by one of my students, how do I get hired as a consultant? Can I do it right out of school? My response was, I don't recommend going into consulting right after school. Critical experience is gained in the first few years of work that will change how you approach your career and will make you a better consultant. I meant what I told the student then, and I'm emphasizing it now. Please, for all of those interested in being consultants at some point in your career, go into industry first, and then after you've developed your leadership style and approach based on critical experience, then start thinking about consulting. There are several individuals that get hired into big consulting firms right out of school. That's a bit different from what I and many of my colleagues do. Those individuals in the big consulting firms will be instructed to utilize the company's methodology, forms, and format. They rarely are allowed to deviate from the prescribed methodology, even if it feels like it doesn't fit the need exactly, which can be frustrating on the receiving end. Yes, I've been there too. It's really frustrating when the consultant wasn't really providing a good response to our need as a company. Speaking of, finding the right fit between consultant and business can be difficult. Depending the type of organization, one type of consultant might be better than another. If you've been listening to this forecast for a while, you know that Leanbrella's primary focus is on the culture of the organization. You've probably heard me say, if the culture isn't one of acceptance, trust, and respect, any lean or change methodology will fail. 
Therefore, at Leambrella, we are careful about the type of organization we select to help and support. If the leadership is driven for the betterment of the business and environment for their employees, we look forward to working with you. If it's obvious that there's a toxic environment that isn't really willing to change, we would provide appropriate feedback and counsel and wish the organization well. Fit is all about culture and skill set. It may seem obvious, but the number of times that I have worked with consultants that were not the right fit might astound you. Most of the time, this happens when the hiring team is more concerned about meeting an obscure requirement than actually making lasting change work. The leaders are trying to satisfy requirements from somewhere else or someone else, and the consultant becomes the driver of all change effort, resulting in the team resenting the changes because they weren't part of the effort at all. On the flip side, when you get the right fit, the results are amazing. The leaders are leading the team through the process, the entire team is involved and aligned and engaged, and the consultant is supporting with direction and application of the tools. The consultant, therefore, acts more like a sensei, teacher, or facilitator, rather than the driver of change. For those interested in becoming consultants in the future, great! Join the team. You're welcome here. I hope that you're successful in finding clients and supporting them through their change and continuous improvement journey. Some advice before you begin, I want to remind you, experience is invaluable. Definitely spend some good quality time in industry, both succeeding and failing. Lots of learning comes from failure. The consultants that have experienced it or lived through it are the most valuable. Having worked with both types of consultants, we definitely got more applicable results from the ones that could speak to their experience as compared to those that didn't have any. That isn't to say that the career consultants raised by the bigger firms aren't helpful. That's not the case at all. But there is a different approach when it comes to lean application. There's only so much that theory can achieve. Lastly, not all individuals are made for consulting. If you want to be in charge of your own destiny and establish business practices and operational methodologies, may I suggest working your way up into a prominent leadership role at an organization or starting your own business. Consulting is about supporting the team and providing learning. Yes, sometimes a consultant will guide a change or an operational structure change, but that is usually because the team doesn't have their particular skill set or expertise in-house yet. The consultant, if they really understand their role, will always be working themselves out of a job. They recognize when the team has progressed enough on their own that their expertise is no longer required. This isn't a bad thing. It's all in the part of being a consultant. If the consultant is looking for ways to become a permanent fixture at your organization, it might be worth it to either offer them a permanent position or to seek other support elsewhere. We all thrive when we understand our purpose and role. When those two things are out of balance, we don't succeed.
after all that and still aspiring to be a lean consultant? Awesome. And I hope so. We need you. Get that applicable and valuable experience in industry first before you branch out on your own. If you have any additional questions or are looking for someone to support you through your lean journey, don't hesitate to contact me directly. I would be happy to support in any way that I can. To learn more, tune in later this month as I speak with my friend Sam Walling as we discuss our experiences as lean consultants. Until then, grab your lean umbrella. We've got you covered.